This is Macro Horizons Morning Musings. I'm Ian Lingen, here to bring you our thoughts from the trading desk for Monday, June 8th. Another week, another steepening. Welcome to BMO COVID-19 Insights. Visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19 for more up-to-the-minute insights. The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of BMO Capital Markets, its affiliates, or subsidiaries. The non-farm payrolls report on Friday was almost paradigm shifting. It wasn't quite enough to get investors to believe that the pandemic never happened. Nonetheless, it was a pivotal moment for risk assets as well as treasury rates. Did that just happen? is a question market participants are justified in asking for a variety of reasons that have occurred throughout the last four months. The latest impetus obviously being Friday's employment report. The impressive bounce in jobs has triggered questions about data collection and reliability, none of which are significant enough to detract from the price action, however, with the rise in equities and rates continuing apace. There was undoubtedly an influence from the PPP program in the NFP series, and the unemployment rate was complicated by the classification of employees absent from work due to other reasons. Nonetheless, the net takeaway was another meaningful check in the column of the worst is over. This continues to be reflected in risk assets, and the domestic equity indices have a realistic chance of establishing fresh all-time record highs in the coming weeks. For context, the S&P 500 would only need to gain 6% to achieve this milestone, an eventuality that was nearly unthinkable three short months ago. Okay, they weren't really short months. It's Fed week and investors will be eagerly awaiting insight from monetary policymakers. While there are several additional steps of accommodation that will be discussed and debated, we expect very few actual changes at the June meeting aside from an update of the Fed's projections, which will confirm it will be a very, very long time before rates are normalized. The fact that the market is pondering whether or not 2022 has a quarter point hike reflected in the Fed's own projections is telling as to the collective policy bias for the foreseeable future. More to the point, Powell is much more likely to implement some type of yield curve control by year in than to give any meaningful thought to how to unwind the great easing of 2020. Yield curve control will be an issue for Q4. Recall that the November meeting is after the presidential election, so it's fair game for the FOMC to roll out a new policy initiative if the outlook warrants it. The May BLS employment report highlights the uncertainties inherent in pandemic period data and is unlikely to alter the Fed's policy stance, other than to provide cover for inaction. The easy financial conditions reduce any sense of urgency on the part of the committee to strengthen the forward guidance to include an employment rate threshold, inflation objective, or calendar trigger. While we ultimately expect stronger forward guidance is in the offing, the pressure for a Wednesday delivery has abated. In the event the FOMC is seeking to provide a dovish surprise, this is the most compelling avenue and leaves yield curve control in the toolbox should the real economic performance require further accommodation. We're torn on whether or not an uneventful Fed showing will be bullish or bearish for treasuries. Said differently, it's not especially obvious how much more from the FOMC is priced in at the moment. 
will err on the side of assuming that the pace and aggressiveness of Powell's response to the pandemic thus far has left a subset of investors anticipating a fresh round of accommodation, thereby introducing a disappointment risk, at least on the margin. Any such disappointment won't be sufficient to derail the broader bid for risk assets, however, although it could momentarily pause the bullish price action in domestic equities, and by extension, cap how far Treasury rates will back up this week. The broader trends remain in place and our stance is intact. A steeper curve, upward pressure on longer-dated Treasury yields, and outperformance of risk. The NFP report confirmed the breakout in 10-year yields, and as Tuesday's reopening auction approaches, it's challenging not to assume a tangible concession is on the horizon. That said, with the WI at 92 basis points, this already represents a 22 basis point yield pickup from last month's auction, a level perhaps adequate unto itself to bring in otherwise sideline bidders. Let us not forget the incoming inflation data, including core CPI on Wednesday. Not a great deal is anticipated in terms of evidence of deflation, with the consensus at effectively flat. We cannot help but ponder whether or not the enhanced employment benefits combined with the unexpected strength in jobs leaves the inflation series biased for an upside surprise. And with that, this is Ian Lingen signing off. Stay safe, tune in, and stop out. Thanks for listening to Macro Horizons. Please visit us at bmocm.com backslash macrohorizons. We'd love to hear what you thought of today's episode. So please email me directly with any feedback at ian.lingen at bmo.com. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more insights, visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19. This podcast has been prepared with the assistance of employees of Bank of Montreal, BMO Nesbitt Burns, Inc., and BMO Capital Markets Corporation. Together, BMO. Notwithstanding the foregoing, this podcast should not be construed as an offer or the solicitation of an offer to sell or to buy or subscribe for any particular product or services, including, without limitation, any commodities, securities, or other financial instruments. We are not soliciting any specific action based on this podcast. It is for the general information of our clients. It does not constitute a recommendation or a suggestion that any investment or strategy referenced herein may be suitable for you. It does not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial conditions, or needs of individual clients. Nothing in this podcast constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a representation that any investment or strategy is suitable or appropriate to your unique circumstances or otherwise constitutes an opinion or a recommendation to you. BMO is not providing advice regarding the value or advisability of trading in commodity interests, including futures contracts and commodity options or any other activity, which would cause BMO or any of its affiliates to be considered a commodity trading advisor under the U.S. Commodity Exchange Act. BMO is not undertaking to act as a swap advisor to you or in your best interests, and you, to the extent applicable, will rely solely on advice from your qualified independent representative in making hedging or trading decisions. This podcast is not to be relied upon in substitution for the exercise of independent judgment. You should conduct your own independent analysis of the matters referred to herein, together with your qualified independent representative, if applicable. BMO assumes no responsibility for verification of the information in this podcast. No representation or warranty is made as to the accuracy or completeness of such information, and BMO accepts no liability whatsoever for any loss arising from any use of or reliance on this podcast. BMO assumes no obligation to correct or update this podcast. This podcast does not contain all information that may be required to evaluate any transaction or matter, and information may be available to BMO and or its affiliates that is not reflected herein.
BMO and its affiliates may have positions, long or short, and affect transactions or make markets, insecurities mentioned herein, or provide advice or loans to, or participate in the underwriting or restructuring of the obligations of, issuers and companies mentioned herein. Moreover, BMO's trading desks may have acted on the basis of the information in this podcast. For full legal disclosure, please visit bmocm.com legal. To access our full disclosures for equity research reports, please visit researchglobal0.bmocapitalmarkets.com slash public dash disclosure slash.